All right, Shine Time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnansky. A uh, week ago, I said, let's have our football picks on Fridays on video. And apparently, producer Chris Scheim has produced this uh, correctly, because apparently we are at twitch.tv. Shime time? Is that where we are right now? Slash Shime time. Yeah, backslash Shime time. Shime time. So yep. any profits we make off this, all the viewers, all the viewers are going to go into Shime's pocket, which you got to set up a revenue share, because there'd be a million people watching these picks. Oh, yeah. I mean, my bad lighting. Let's be honest, Mo. Any money we make from from the Twitch stream goes right back into the gambling. So it's fine. It, <laughs> it certainly right does. Picks. Uh, many of you are listening to this on a regular podcast. So it's, this is the BetQL Boston podcast. Mike Manansky and Chris Shine, Mutt W E I on Twitter, at Shine Time on Twitter. And yeah, we'll see how this goes here today. Uh, I think that uh, Shime's face is perfect for video, and so we want to get Shine more TV time here. So. Lighting may could be better for me at some point. The bald spots are really getting pushed down, but we'll figure that out down the road. Shine. It is about the football. Oh, we'll yeah, get to our dead. three picks. Uh, I won last week, so I'll get first pick, and we'll get to that uh, in a second. Let's start, though, with Thursday Night Football last night. You were team Travis Kelsey, and the play that I thought summed it up was on the Christian Watson touchdown when they showed the replay of it. The Chargers triple-teamed Travis Kelsey and left Watson one-on-one with J.C. Jackson. And that was really was the theme for me was the Chargers, uh, they may have lost the game, but they did a good job of containing Kelsey. The pick six is absolutely killer. The under came home, but a bunch of my props were uh, big losers Thursday night football. Tough. Yeah, I, I mean, look, it's it's funny because you even got Watson's name wrong. That's how much of a nobody he is. His name oh, is Ju- Justin, oh, Justin Watson. Watson. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Christian sorry. Watson Justin is the North Dakota Watson. State receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, so Justin Watson actually uh, was the one who caught the touchdown pass. But yeah, I mean, I was surprised they didn't try and force feed Kelsey some more. But I mean, you yeah. can only do so much when, like you said, he's getting triple teamed up the wazoo. Uh, and it was a bet that just didn't cash. Fortunately for us, we hit on the Eckler under by like a yard or two later nice. on in the day. That number kind of went up. So we had a little more breathing room there. Um, but we hit on that. And then we hit on the under of the game. So that kind of kept us afloat under 50 and four and a hash, uh, and a half. Came home pretty easily there. Fitzy was texting me at halftime saying, oh, you got this in the bag. Looking really good. And I'm like, ah. Mm. These two teams, they could score 28 points in three minutes. Like, I'm not holding my breath here. Yeah, that was a really entertaining game. Uh, the Herbert pick was wild. I mean, if you, if you, and they did a good job. And I thought the Amazon Prime thing is stupid. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I get we want to move to streaming, but there were some major fails there and they've got some things to work on. But as far as the announcers went, I, I thought Michaels at Herb Street, Kirk Herb Street, he was awesome. You've been watching him on Saturday football in college. He was really good. And they, you saw it in real time and they went back to it. Gerald Everett, who we desperately needed for an anytime touchdown, had oh. that great play down at the three yard line. The dude is gassed. Yeah, he's they want him to come he off, the field, off the field. They can't be off the field. He's like, no, keep him back on there. He's asleep as he runs the route. It's a pick six the other way. And the Chargers go from like on their way to a road win to a brutal division loss because that thing's going to be close at the end. That was an awful, awful play there by Herbert. And I think he got screwed because Everett clearly was tired in that spot. Yeah, it's a really tough spot to put Everett in, right? They were, like, rushing to the line. Like, take your time. You don't need to get to the line in 10 seconds. Like, take your time. Let the guy get off the field. Call a timeout if you really want him on the field. If you really want to get Everett the touchdown, call a timeout. Give him a second to get some water and breathe. And then run the play you want to run. 
And, and unfortunately, it led to a pick six going 99 oh. yards the other way, which uh, really kind of screwed anybody who had Chargers money line. Luckily, they still covered for a lot yeah. of people. Uh, I mean, they only lost by three. The line just about everywhere was four, four and a half. Yep. So, I mean, good on the Chargers for covering. But they they probably could have won that game if the offensive if the offense just had taken their time. That's all they needed to do was slow down and take their time. Take a breath. Yep. Take, take a breath and said they tried to rush up there. Everett's tired. And end up losing the game. Uh, we'll see how it plays out going forward. But that division certainly looks like, uh, as we said going into the year, one of the best divisions uh, in football. Uh, we on this Football Friday edition of uh, the Beck UL Boston podcast, we each make three football picks. Uh, we do an order of confidence, folks. So it's three points for uh, the first pick, two points for second, one point for third. Uh, we'll have some also receiving votes picks as well. We have some games that aren't official picks. But I know you and I both like more, I'll be betting more than three games this weekend. <laughs> oh, I will sure. be as well. Uh, so we'll get to some of those games as well. But I think by virtue of getting my first two correct, I have first pick in our draft this week, correct? That is correct. So we're doing it on a points total. We pick our three games of confidence, most yep. to least confident of the three, and each game gets a certain point value. The first one we pick would get a three-point value if it hits. Second is two. Last yep. is one. Pretty self-explanatory. So Mutt after week one, he's two and one. He has five points. I am one and two. I have three points. We both hit our most confident game, and then Mutt hit an extra. So Mutt, and, you and get the to go idea, first folks. This week. The, the, the points thing is just so who can go first the next week. We are both rooting for each other. I'm not rooting against yep, John. Exactly. The goal each week for us is six and zero oh in this podcast. Bingo. Six and zero, oh, five and one, four and two. Those are all good. Three and three, two and four, one and five, and eventually zero oh and six because that will happen. <laughs> Those are bad weeks. So I'm not, this isn't against each other, but it's a good way for us to pick, pick six different games uh, here every Friday. And so that way we have to go back and forth. And there's a value to winning because I get to go first. I don't know if I took any of the picks that you would like to shine in our draft. We're going to start here mm -hmm. in a second, but I do like the competition part of that. Uh, so I'm two and one. You're one and two. Uh, it's a three and three week for us. Not great. We're trying to do better than that here in the podcast. We'll try better here in week two, which we should say off the top people are going to overreact. And this is a theme yes, across always, the industry. Always. And 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 I give a lot of our uh, our betting content uh, brethren credit because a lot of people are mentioning this and it's a thousand percent right. People overreact way too much, both negatively and positively shine to what yes. they saw in week one. And sometimes that can turn into good value for us in week two. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, people are always overreacting for Christ's sakes. The, the New York giants are a favorite in a football game. And so are the Detroit lions. <laughs> if that doesn't say if that, if that doesn't scream overreaction in week yeah. two, I don't know what does. So I'm, uh, I'm excited for this week of slates, uh, this slate of games. I love this slate. Uh, I gotta be honest with you. That's why I have so many more than just our three picks that I want to sure play. I'd also sure like to do. point out that, yeah, yep. we, we only went three and three in our picks last week, but we kind of kicked ass on prop bets me being 10 and one, you were 10 and one. on your own. Like, I mean, we're, we're, we're feeling good about this overall. So I'm excited for week two here. All right. So normally it's a, obviously Beck QL Boston podcast. We were focused on the Boston sports. Um, so we'll always talk Patriots no matter what. It just works out this week, Shime. Um, then in fact, I actually uh, want to bet the Patriots. I want to yeah. bet against the Patriots, excuse me, as I, I close a message that popped up. <laughs> uh, on my laptop here. Um, we'll start with this. And we did a lot of this on Thursday. So if you listen on Thursday, thank you. Some of this will be rehash. Uh, the world is betting on the New England Patriots. They're taking so much money right now. This line went from one a couple days ago up to two. I've seen it in two and a half in a bunch of places here, Shine. Wow. People want to bet the Patriots really um, across the board. We'll get some of the betting numbers here uh, in a second. 
I'm going to be on the Steelers, and they're going to be my first pick. You know, mm-hmm. I, I and and specifically for two reasons. One, it's the eye test. I've watched this Patriots team. They are yeah. trying to transition their offense. I didn't like what I saw in week one. If you watch the preseason, it was a continuation of that. And I don't trust uh, Patricia and Judge to get it flipped in week two. I really don't. Maybe somewhere down yeah. the road when Belichick gets more involved offensively, this will be a better spot for them. Uh, but as far as this week, uh, the eye test says they're not ready to go offensively. Then there's the Mike Tomlin underdog numbers, which are courtesy oh, yeah. of the Action Love Network, this. and they are ridiculous. Mike Tomlin as a dog, and right now he is a home dog of two or two and a half points. 46, 23, and two as an underdog. <laughs> it's so 14, dumb. 14, three, and two as a home dog. That is, and by the way, 13 and six straight up yes, as a home dog. Unbelievable. The, Tomlin is a home dog. Barks. The Patriots offense, I think, is in uh, basically a version of shambles right now. Mac Jones uh, was in the building on thir- on Friday. I don't know if he's practiced. We'll get some official word at some point Friday afternoon, I'm sure. But he did not practice Thursday. He is sick. Kendrick Bourne is in the doghouse. The yep. Steelers defense is ferocious. Guess Joe Burrow what happened last week. Eight sacks and four picks. Uh, based on what I saw from the Patriots and based on the ridiculous Mike Tomlin dog numbers, give me the Steelers plus two. As my first pick, the world is on the Patriots. I'm on Pittsburgh, Shime. Your thoughts on this game? I know you're not picking it as part of your three picks, but the people need the Shime take on this game. Yeah, I, uh, I'm 100% with you here. I uh, I absolutely love the Steelers. Uh, I, I unfortunately can't make this one of my picks. I probably would have. It might not have been my number one pick. I feel really confident in a different pick on the board this week. Uh, but I, I absolutely love this pick. The Mike Tomlin numbers are just undeniable. And on top of it, said it's it's the eye test what i saw from the patriots last week was more distressing to me than what i saw from pittsburgh right pittsburgh only got 13 first downs in basically five quarters of football but at the same time their defense far more ferocious than the patriots the patriots defense was good not great you couldn't beat miami um and ultimately i just i think it's going to come down to which team turns the ball over more and getting two and a half points with the steelers at home i i'm all about pittsburgh here um my first pick, however, Mutt, uh, I am going to go with the under 41 in Seattle, San Fran. It looks like I'm losing you. I hope I didn't. I hope you're still here somewhere. Um, but I'm going under 41, Seattle, San Fran. This game, to me, screams under. Seattle has been like 18-8 and eight to the under in their last 26. Uh, and on top of that, Jeremy Reiner, Channel 7, excellent news guy has indicated that there's probably going to be some rain out in the San Francisco area. You're looking at a second back-to-back weeks where the 49ers are going to be playing rain games. Uh, so to me, that that kind of means that that this game is going to go under. Let's see if we can try and get Mutt back in here somehow. Hold on. I don't know if his internet is crapping out here, folks, or what's going on. Um, oh, and there he goes. Okay, well, it's just me for a minute until Mutt figures his – Figures himself out. Uh, so, yeah. So, my first pick, under 41, Seattle, San Fran. I absolutely love this play. Um, this is – it's it's hard because Seattle's offense, they run such few plays that it's you want to bet the under on this team as much as you possibly can. Anytime you're going to get a point total in the 40s, you want to go under on Seattle just because they ran 49 plays in week one. 49. That's nothing. That is a minuscule amount of plays run. And on top of that, uh, last season, they'd only done it less 
times, run less plays once. They ran 46 plays in a game one time. Uh, so you, it shows you exactly what Seattle wants to do, right? They want to play really slow. They want to shorten the game. They want to run the football. They want to prevent turnovers on the on their side. So ultimately, I, I just I feel like um, I, I feel like this is the absolute play. Mutt is logging back on for some reason. His router reset. So we'll get Mutt back in here in a moment. Um, but, but for now, uh, yeah, I am, I'm all over this Seattle San Fran under that's my favorite pick of the week. I'll rehash it just a smidge with Mutt when he returns. Um, but ultimately that's kind of that, that's kind of where my mind's at. And, uh, for anybody who didn't see last night in that Thursday night football game, what an excellent game. Love, love, love me some good football between Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. I will watch that game. We've talked about it before. We basically need a red zone channel just for the NFC West because at this point, all of the games are going to be like that. Last week's Chargers uh, Raiders game was good. Um, You're looking at. You're looking at probably seeing uh, some other good games along the way. Much better. Hey. hey, all right. Let's what a start on video shine time. I'm sure you were excellent. You carried the show right there. Nice job, buddy. You know, I do what I can, Mutt. So my first pick, just so you know, under 41 in Seattle, San Fran. There's going to be weather. So yeah. that you're talking back-to-back rain games for San Fran. I'm not confident in Trey Lance in Seattle runs the fewest plays in all of football. They did last year. They're going to again this year as evidenced by game one. They only ran 49 plays. That's what they want to do. So I'm going under 41 out in San Fran. Yeah, I like a total, but it won't be my pick. I'll be leaning with you, by the way, as well on that. And and you saw it even in, in the Monday night game. Like Seattle can win and the game's still going to go under. Uh, yep. They can. That's sort of how they're going to go about it. Geno Smith, by the way, I think is – Nine and zero now in his last nine games against the spread. He's all of a sudden wow, covering the That's machine. crazy. Um, so I'm with you. If I'm betting that game, I'd be on the total. We'll get to my total coming up uh, here in a minute. My number two pick is going to be the Colts on the road at Jacksonville, land the four okay. points at the Jags. I know you're a Jags fan, but I'll give you the, the 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 football no numbers stuff, and then I'll give you the numbers. So from just a okay. like loser football sports talk show host mentality, revenge game all over this thing. Remember, the Colts yep. were about to go to the playoffs. They lost to Jacksonville at the end of last year in that huge upset. That knocked them out of the playoffs, so a revenge game there. Uh, so that 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 stands out to me. Then there's numbers. So Frank Reich, the head coach of the Colts, 0-5 in opening day as a coach, 0-5 wow. against the spread. Week two, he is 4-0 in his previous four games against the spread. Matt Ryan in week two is against the spread, 11-3. There's something about Frank Reich wow. okay. when he's been a head coach. He's not been able ready in week one. You saw what happened. They fell he down. Just starts slow. 17 nothing. They were on yeah. that Texans team. They're on 17 nothing. So I think there's a lot of things that point to a big bounce back spot for the Colts. The Jags in week one defensively. Carson Wentz dropped back 41 times. They got one sack. So wow. they couldn't really get to Wentz in that game. Uh, they're bottom 10 in yards per attempt in the passing game. They really had some success. Uh, James Robinson was back surprisingly off the Achilles injury. No one thought he'd come back that quickly. He was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're also going up against the sixth best DVOA defense in week one against the run. I think it's a great bounce back spot for the Colts. Historically, Frank Reich in week two. Revenge game is in play. Give me the Colts laying the four against Jacksonville. And I know a lot of people betting Jacksonville in week two but I'm going to be on Matt Ryan and the Colts. Yeah, there's like 70-plus percent of the money on the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. I didn't buy it. I liked the Jaguars in week one. I didn't love what I saw. And I I had even told you earlier in the week that I kind of like the Colts this week. So I'm with you. I think Colts minus four is a good play. Um, And you may even be able to wait and get a little bit better of a number. 
uh, you know, by Sunday. Cause, cause I mean, the way the public is betting Jacksonville, well, uh, so actually Dra- DraftKings already has it down to three and a half. Okay. I'll take the three and a half then. Oh yeah, you will. I, 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 you're right. It's, it's uh, three and a half minus, uh, what's uh, FanDuel's got it 107. What, what is DK? You have to lay DK minus three and a half at minus 110. Okay. I, I, you think it's a three? It's get to, won't go past three. There's no, no way they're going to let it go past three. Does it get to three? I don't think so. I think they keep it at three and a half. All right. Well, I'm going to be in on it at three and a half. Um, so I just got a free half point. Thank you. you Thank go. you. Thank you, public betting, for betting the Jackson, the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> off week one. You, you want to fire on Doug Peterson? Have at it. I'll take the Colts in a revenge game shine for my second pick. Uh, what's your second pick here? Uh, yeah, so my second pick is um... – a pick that want that I want to I think I want to debunk a theory, uh, and that theory is that Tom Brady can't play well against the New Orleans Saints. Well, that's a theory. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the other theory there is that Mike Evans can't make any plays against that Saints defense. Yeah, I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week, only laying two and a half uh, at the New Orleans Saints. Uh, we talked about it earlier uh, this week. Uh, this game in particular, I just I, I don't see Tom Brady losing this game. Um, I understand that there's a lot of issues with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, especially that offensive line. Um, there are guys just like don't practice in Tampa Bay too, whether uh, yeah. on Wednesday and Thursday, they were limited. Mike or Evans did practice or, today. Evans yeah. was back out there today. Julio Jones didn't practice the other day. Brady didn't practice the other day. I think it's just, they just don't have to. It's a very lax situation in Tampa Bay. Um, and, and so I, I ultimately think that I didn't, I wasn't impressed by what I saw from the New Orleans Saints against the Atlanta Falcons, right? The Atlanta Falcons were oh, actually yeah. pretty good against them, especially offensively. They were moving the ball really well. Cordero Patterson was awesome. So if Cordero Patterson is going to have that kind of effect against the um, New Orleans Saints, I think Lenny Fournette or a- any collection of that backfield, uh, what yeah. is it, Rashad White is the backup too there in Tampa. I think either of those guys could have big days. And then Tom Brady is Tom Brady. So I, I think a lot of people are betting the under in this game, which I also kind of like. I don't love, but I do kind of like it. But I'm going to go with Tom Brady, only laying two and a half in New Orleans. Yeah, I would be leaning that way. I don't think I'll be playing it, but I'd be, I'd be leaning that way uh, as well, even off the, the slow start for them. Uh, at least offensively, uh, in that Sunday night game against the Cowboys, who are loaded with Micah Parsons and company. I- I'm going to go for a total for my third pick. I, I thought of there's a couple of games that I wanted to bet the under this week, Shime. You, yep. you picked one of the ones I would have liked. Uh, I'm going to take the 41 and a half under on Green Bay, Chicago. Okay. Uh, I- I Green Bay wants to play slow, one of the slowest teams in football last year, neutral pace in the bottom third of the league. They want to give it to Aaron Jones, they want to give it to A.J. Dillon. Um, and I think after last week, they'll just try to grind this game out. I don't think they'll put Rodgers in harm way. I, I think that the Bears uh, are probably a little bit inflated this week based on the beating the 49ers, as you said, in that monsoon. But that defensive line of the Packers, like, so they, they lose week one. It does not change the fact that coming into the year, people thought that Green Bay front of Smith, Gary and company, like top two or three defensive line in the NFL. Yeah. The Bears have a rookie left tackle. They have a second year right tackle. They are very inexperienced up front. Yeah, they I don't know if you saw pressure. them at all against that San Francisco line. Not good. Yeah, and they can have to, well, they have to pass, right? They they were just they were run. It was it was running in garbage. Like yeah. I, I just don't. I put that game aside, and I think in a game where they're going to be trailing because they can't stop the Green Bay offense early. Yep. I want to see Justin Fields against this Green Bay defense, and to me, this reeks of uh, an under situation. I didn't like the Bears' offense coming into the year. They get a nice home win. Good for them. Surprised everybody. Knocked a lot of people out of survivor pools. But I think this Green Bay defense in week two, Matt LaFleur getting back to that running game. This thing screams under. It's 41 and a half. And the money's, by the way, 
61% of the bets and 93% of the money's on the under. So I'm with yeah, the public wow. on this. Okay. I want to bet the under at 41 and a half Packers and Bears. Yeah, this isn't necessarily an under. I I think I was touched this week. Um, I like I like Rodgers and the Packers this week just because Rodgers owns the Bears. Just he has his entire yeah. career. Um, and, and so I don't hate the idea of sticking Green Bay and some teasers and stuff like that. But for the most part, I'm kind of staying away from this game. I might you know mess around with the money line if I want to tack it onto a parlay, but that's it. And you're not getting a ton of value there. So uh, I mean, good for you to make the bet, but I am I'm staying away from that one. All right, we're not holding hands there. What's your third pick, nope. Chantan? Uh, my last pick here, I'm going to go with an over. Uh, shockingly enough, I have felt more confident about totals in the first two weeks than I have even sides and spreads. So I'm going to go with the over 46 and a half in Atlanta, LA. We talked already, I mentioned wow. already that Atlanta looked pretty good offensively against the uh, New Orleans Saints. And I think that probably continues this week. I mean, last week they, they, they scored over 20 points without using Kyle Pitts. Um, the spread right now is nine and a half to 10 in some yeah. places in favor of the Rams being at home. I don't think the Rams lose back-to-back -back games at home uh, to start their season, but I also just think 10 is too big of a number, which is one of the reasons I really like the over. I, I, I think the Rams come out firing. I think they want to show that offensively they're going to be really good. It's a stat you mentioned yesterday. The Atlanta Falcons let up the most yards per touch uh, on the ground than any other team in football. Eight in week yards one. per carry. Eight, Eight yards, yards per carry. carry week one. Yep. That screams a massive day for Daryl Henderson. And if Daryl Henderson is running, that's just going to open up Cooper Cup. They're going to want to get Allen Robinson involved here. So I am. Uh, I'm all about going over 46 and a half. I think the number is a little low. That number was up around 49.50. I might be a little more hesitant to take this, but I really like it at 46 and a half. Yeah, it's a it's a nice bounce back spot. I actually thought about uh, going with the Rams and laying the nine and a half or ten. Yep. That's on, was on my list because they get to go home. Atlanta's coming off it was an emotional game for them. The divisional yeah. loss to the Saints. Now they got to go on the road to LA. LA's had an extra couple of days. And to his credit, McVeigh said right after the game on on Thursday night or Friday morning, I didn't have my team ready. Yep. You know, it was not you know it was not complaining about anything else. He took full responsibility. I expect, like I said, Daryl Henderson, one of the, the most chalky, most popular players in daily fantasy this week. Um, his role is looks great for against his land oh, defense. Sure. So I, I, I I'm with you. Uh, it's not it's not it's not something I would I would I would talk you out of, and it's something you could certainly use as part of uh, uh, teasers and parlays uh, this Definitely. week. Punching the over, open that game plays uh, to a higher scoring event. So that's our our three picks. I will be on shine Pittsburgh plus the two, Colts laying the four, and the under Green Bay and Chicago. And I have uh, under 41, Seattle, San Fran. I have Tampa Bay laying two and a half at the New Orleans Saints. And I have the over 46 and a half Atlanta, LA. All right. Also receiving votes is in other bets we know we're going to make or interested in making. We can bounce back and forth here. Uh, these are a couple of these I, I came very close to putting in my top three. Like Ravens going home, J.K. Yep. Dobbins healthy, Dolphins look yes. eh, against the Patriots. It's more about the Patriots failing the Dolphins. The three and a half at home, I think. I had the Ravens roll. I, I think they're in a great spot against the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I almost made this one of my picks, actually. Uh, I was pretty yeah. – one of the, the reason I had actually texted you, and I was like, hey, for our picks, are we allowed to just do team totals? And you're like, no, let's stick to game totals and sides. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, because one of my favorite plays of the week is actually Miami under 20 and a half on the team total. Uh, yeah. I just yeah. – I don't think they're hitting that number. Uh, they barely hit it against the New England Patriots. They needed a sack, a strip sack basically in the end zone to do it. Um, and, and this Ravens defense is better. They're faster. They're, they're just more aggressive. 
uh, they are going to pressure Tua all day long. This defense will get after you um, in, in a way that the Patriots defense necessarily doesn't because I don't think they're as risky as what Baltimore will do. They'll blitz Tua a lot. And so I, I fully expect the Miami Dolphins to not score a lot of points. They could barely run the football against New England. I doubt they're going to be able to do it against Baltimore. So I love the team total under for of 20 and a half for Miami. I'll stick with an undershine. Another one that almost made my list was the under in the Browns Jets game, which is yep. I don't know, 30, it's 39 and a half. So it's very low, but uh, public is hammering the under here. 65% of the bets and 90% of the money, according to the action network. I think the public has it right. Jacoby Brissett and Joe Flacco. Like I, I, these teams don't want to play fast. Uh, they both have pretty good defenses. Miles Garrett, I think, is going to be a beast up front in this game. Uh, it's not something I could play in my top three, but, I mean, I, th- these two teams are going to score 40. This is this is 24-20? I, I don't think so. I, I'd be, I, I'll be interested in the under and Browns and Jets in an ugly, ugly game, but unders can happen in ugly games. Yeah, I uh, one of the picks I'm going to make, and I can't believe I'm doing this, I'm going to take the New York Giants as favorites. Oh, I am going to – What are you doing? Yes. I am, laying, I am taking the Giants on the money line Theory. because all of the money no. in the world is going on the Carolina Panthers. You want to bet Daniel person. Jones as a favorite? I want to bet Brian Dayball and Saquon Barkley as favorites. That's what I want to do. Uh, this defense looked good against Tennessee. I understand that Tennessee's leading receiver is some guy named Kyle Phillips, but I, <laughs> I actually think that the Giants looked relatively good in week one, and I think this Panthers team is so much worse than they, they have appeared. Uh, America loves them. I don't know why. And so I want to take the Giants on the money line. The money line's only minus 125, so I love the Giants to just outright win this game. So I want to ask you, do you still feel confident uh, in your teaser piece? I don't know if you're still alive or not, but you, you've been talking for a couple of days about wanting yep. to tease the Cincinnati Bengals, who at last check, is it still seven and a half where you're looking uh, or has it gone up to eight? It is seven on the dot. All right, so you can tease the Bengals down to laying a point uh, against yep. the Cowboys and Cooper Rush. Uh, do you still like that as the, the best teaser piece on the board this week? And am I crazy to think that if it gets seven, seven and a half, eight, the right side of the game is the Cowboys uh, with how disruptive they were last week. Uh, Cooper Rush actually played well in his one start last year through for 300 yards. Yeah. Like I, I would not, I could not lay the points with Cincinnati. I get them as a, a teaser piece. Yep. I get them as a survivor pick this week, yep. but I'd be scared to death about them in like a, in a confidence pool. I got to lay the seven. I would not be doing that based on how poorly that Cincinnati offensive line looked last week. I yeah, I'm not. I'm not laying seven points at the Bengals. I'm not doing Hell it. No. Uh, Hell I, no. I just I, at six turnovers. No, thank you. I'm good. No. Um, I uh, I do love them as a teaser piece, though. I like the Bengals to win. I don't think Joe Burrow starts to zero two against Mitchell Trubisky and Cooper Rush. I just don't see how that happens, <laughs> especially the reigning AFC champion. I just cannot fathom that that is even possible so if you want to tack on the money line to some parlay that you're making go for it i love the Bengals on a teaser especially at this number right now if you can get it down to one uh, i got it when it was six and a half so i got it down to a half a point even if it gets up to eight you're fine once it gets beyond that once it starts getting eight and a half nine that's when you want to look away um i don't know that it's going to get that high so you want to hit it right now while it is where it is Um, well you know (sighs) So T. Higgins practiced today. He didn't practice for yep. a couple of days. I, I guess it could the market move a little bit on T. Higgins being 100% healthy. Maybe a half a point. Yeah, it's not getting. It's not. I thought it for sure it would get to eight early in the week. If it's at seven now, I can't see it getting eight. It's, yeah, it's already other, a key number of seven. The so, other teaser piece that I actually kind of like too is the Cleveland Browns. I just think they're so much better. This Jets team sucks. 
They're so bad. Uh, and clearly, as as evident from week one, they want to get Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt involved in every yeah. asset of in every facet of the game. And that is how they're going to win this game. Just get the ball out of Jacoby Brissett's hands. They could run for 200 yards in this game and just absolutely pummel the Jets. Uh, it's the reason that it's the lowest under on the board at 39 and a half. Uh, so in a te- as a teaser piece, I like Cleveland to outright win the game. I don't love them at six and a half because of how low scoring this game might be. Yeah, I think the, the the Bengals game right now is the it's the best teaser piece, especially yeah. at seven. I I can't. I would start if I'm building teasers this week. I'm starting uh, with them. Yep. Uh, the game that got away from us here is this Raiders Cardinals game. Early in the week, you could you could have gotten Raiders laying two and a half, three at home. This thing is five five and a half Up to now. Five five and a half. It's... I, and I and I think it's a absolute. It's an awesome spot for the Raiders. The Cardinals oh, yeah. secondary stinks. Uh, Josh can air it out. We saw Devonte Adams uh, connection with Derek Carr is phenomenal. Just wait till uh, tomorrow morning. We we do our props podcast, all yep. props, all podcast, uh, and I can assure you, the oh, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders will be featured in the props podcast tomorrow. And I would like to I, the numbers. It's got to. I can't play the five and a half shine. I like nope, the Raiders. Can I. So uh, to me, it's like the second. It's my second favorite teaser piece. I can get the Raiders plus a half a point right now at home. I would start with them and the Bengals uh, with my first two pieces and build out from there. Um, but as I always, think- you have friends that gamble. You want to talk through these things because friends talk other friends out of bad teaser pieces. Like I yes. talked to you out of uh, the Houston, uh, the Indianapolis Colts last week or the other uh, Saints. One of the two, we talked you out of a losing teaser Indian- piece. Indianapolis that's Colts what gambling buddies do. That's yep. what you're here for. Exactly. And I, I appreciate you very much for that. Uh, the, the one thing I would say about this Raiders Cardinals game too is I think this has like, like super big beat down potential though for the Raiders. Like they could just, as you said, this is the worst secondary in football, in my opinion, in the Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. And I just think the the Raiders could go up like 24 points at some point in this game. Um, I, the, the issue, the biggest issue for me is like backdoor covers and stuff. You saw them score, the Cardinals score a bunch of meaningless points against the chiefs, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Raiders just bring down the house on the Cardinals this week. Yeah, like the Chiefs did. I mean, they were yep. like you said, meaningless points late. They're up a million. I mean, like the kid Pacheco played the at home. Get Josh's week. first win in Vegas. Like I, that all makes a lot of sense to me. And that's the thing. Like Josh, real football coach, Cliff yep. Kingsbury, moron, like, awful coach, handsome fella. But I, I would not. Got a great looking house. I hate, I hate pet. I hate betting on Cliff Kingsbury because I don't think. <laughs> He's a very good coach. Uh, that's a I mean, that's a lot of football right there, Sean. Anything we miss, we're going to save all our props for tomorrow. Uh, I gave you a prop to bet already yesterday, so go back and listen to Thursday's podcast to get that one. I'm not going to give it out. I'll tell you, the line has moved. If you got it yesterday, you got a better number than you're getting right now. I think it's going to yep. keep uh, moving, so go back and listen to Thursday's podcast. Uh, anything else, uh, Chris Shine, for the people? I'm going to save my baseball bet for a Red Sox pregame on Friday. Perfect. Yeah, I uh, I think the last thing I want to talk about is Monday, which we can do Monday because we got a double header of Monday Night Football games on Monday. So we will have picks for those as well because there's one game in particular I have to talk to you about. I really have to talk it out because I'm, I'm kind of at a dilemma. I'm at a crossroads, and I'm going to need your help. So there's a the go. Tease for Monday uh, when we talk about the Monday Night Football games. Well, I, I will just – it took every ounce of my being not to make the Vikings one, one, of, my, one of my picks. Getting to it. I half. told you, Mutt, I'm at a crossroads. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, John, speaking of, speaking of props, I mean, people who bet Justin Jefferson to lead the NFL in receiving, 
uh, before the season started. They're hey, they're feeling pretty good. Don't that sleep on Devontae Adams. Uh, he's he's pretty good. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, folks. You can get it on Apple Podcasts, get it on Spotify, on the Odyssey app. Uh, I assume, Shine, this is working on Twitch. So if this works, we'll yep. do it on Fridays here. Yeah, on we got video. a lot of great we comments. Can... Uh, shout out to the people that have stopped by uh, and, and even hopped in the chat. People like Mike K and uh, Some Kid Jack and Savin Hill Stickball Champ. So shout out to you guys. And Smoke Steve Smoke. Thanks for all uh, stopping by today. We yeah, I, I'm not aware there's a chat going on. If you're yep. chatting, you should let us know who you guys like in the chat or follow us on Twitter at BetQL Boston, BetQL Boston. If this becomes something where people uh, want this live on Fridays and Saturdays, we can certainly do it because Shime, uh, he's a Twitch man. Like this is this is how you do you do you used to do video games. Twitch yeah, stuff. I haven't in a long time uh, because I ran, ran into some computer problems. And then I started on the morning show, so I don't play a ton at night of video games. But I eh, that might be changing soon because the weekends, uh, Friday and Saturday nights, seem to be uh, the perfect opportunity for it. So you never know. Might get a couple streams in going forward. All right, well, check it out. Check us out uh, the podcast version of this again: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. BetQL Boston. We do it pretty much every single day, folks. We do this uh, podcast. Every day focused on Boston sports betting. We are not legal yet in Massachusetts. We will be. We will be hopefully very soon in 2023. Although yesterday at the uh, Mass Gaming Commission meeting, there was some talk of some uh, shocking, some more hurdles to, to, to go through. So this may be longer than we all expected. Not surprising in the state of Massachusetts. Not at all. Excellent job with your picks. We will talk uh, tomorrow for Prop Palooza Saturday morning on Beck UL Boston, buddy. We'll talk then. Thank you. I can't wait, but I'll talk to you then.